the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. Hello, everybody out there. Welcome back to the Swoosh Life Podcast. Yeah, I blew Matt away right there. Got the energy. 10.30 at night on a Tuesday. Who cares? We're rolling. Happy Thursday or whenever you're listening to us. Season 2, Episode 4, the Griffey Episode 2-4, and Episode 18 overall. I am going to keep track on both of those fronts. So, Keith, Matt, how are we doing out there? How's it going, boys? I think it's Episode 19. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anymore. Now now I'm not going to keep track. Yes, we are. we got to keep going with it. All right. Though I have... I have uh, gotten feedback that people do like the two point like something. So I think we might have to go with 2.4 as the one. So awesome. We're yeah. doing that. Yeah. Nothing. So, How you guys doing out there? Doing, I'm doing all right over here. You know, just had a nice weekend away with the family and stuff. Went back to upstate New York and got snowed on two feet of snow and drove snowmobiles all weekend. So it was, it was awesome. Thinking about yeah. golf and two feet of snow. It's March. It's March now. March means golf for me. I'll play in the mud. I don't care. It means golf. Right, Matt? So we had this uh, warm up all of a sudden out of nowhere. So we had like our our third mystery snow dump of the season here in Chicago. It's just what happens now. Like we just get a snow dump, melts away, snow dump, melts away. And then we had this last snow dump and all of a sudden everybody's like, it's going to be in the 50s all week and the weekend. And all of a sudden, like there was something I went out in shorts at night went out to the car to go get something and i was like i felt it i felt it so <laughs> we got a switch that little switch you know and then like, you always got to calm yourself down and be like look the trash ass courses are going to be open right so you don't want to go to the trash ass course with no grass and just swing in the mud right now like and maybe maybe we could discuss this with our guests and stuff like that when you come out of the winter like how much time does the course need like the good courses are going to be like nah like nobody's golfing for at least two three weeks like 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 calm yourselves right but a little um, teaser i saw i saw my guest our guest tonight post on uh his instagram he was golfing today so we might have to hear about that um if he was golfing today first day of march yeah i'm definitely uh definitely gonna yell at him when probably yeah i am jealous so uh yeah it, it is switched and I always know when it's switched when we get Arnold Palmer week. It's Bay Hill week, it's AP Invitational. Uh, one of my favorite like tournaments, and we're going to discuss this on a later podcast. But like having these these other tournaments, the Florida Swing is great. Honda is always good. It was a decent field, nothing crazy. You don't think any former Nike guy, Sepp Straka, with the win. Not currently a Nike guy, but former Nike guy. Um, so congratulations to him. Um, and apologies to Daniel Berger. That one must have hurt. Um, and so, yeah, now we're at, we're at Arnold Palmer week. And, and Nike released a shirt, boys. We, we've all have our, you know, our shirts. We got one for WM. And now we've got one for Arnold Palmer. So what are we thinking about this shirt that Nike has released coming soon as of Tuesday? I'm gonna I let like Keith the, do it because yeah. he's he's got the he's got the cooler. He had the cooler, right? Got I got the, the garbage trucks. Yeah. I'm a fan of the logos. You know, the, yes. the new one that just came out, I think it's pretty sharp looking. It goes alongside with my my number one liking of the cooler one. Yes. But uh, the Arnold Palmer cup with the umbrella in the glass. Yeah, it's a it's a great design that they came up with. It really yeah. is. I want all these designs as like stickers or little pins or anything other than a t-shirt right now i don't fit into their t-shirts nike doesn't make big bands t-shirts for me you know but the logos are on fire and because i have a puppy named arnold palmer i will be buying the shirt and i will be framing it and that's all i can do with it you know so the logos are on point they really are they get to the point you know it's creative it's not I'm not going to say kiddish, but it, like I said, just get right to the point with, yeah. with the logos that are coming out. So I think that's been Nike's strong suit lately is been icon style logos, right? So we have uh, the Nike polo. They've had the Rory head cover. They've had the Frank head cover, the Brooks spring trucks, uh, the Tony Finau boots right from the masters. They have been on point with their like icon ish 
style logos. And it all started with Frank. Yeah, the little logos have been really good. I I will say I loved, uh, and I I have to say that I have to stop saying I will say, because I keep saying I'm going to say I will say. That's my um, (laughs) by the way, everybody. So I apologize to everybody. But Keith has on a a golf shirt. And I think Nike really used to have like these really awesome shirts that were half dry fit, half cotton. (laughs) And now we're kind of like it's an all cotton shirt. And that's fine with me. I'm just uh, I'm just requesting. I'm fine with the current shirts. I'm just requesting the half dry fit kind of the half cotton blends you know it's kind of cool to go work out in a golf shirt and be lifting a little bit more than people who maybe aren't golfers don't think they're athletes i'm not gonna say anything about the golf or about the shirt so thank you matt for doing that because i'd be (laughs) yelling into the microphone right now yeah keith uh keith sounded nice keith got upgraded on a new microphone so we've got keith good quality no more uh <laughs> headphones scratching against the quarter zip like in the first episode from keith so uh thanks but yeah i i think i think arnold palmer's invitational is always like a big deal right it's i think the middle of the florida swing or just you know we've just gotten into it um, a lot of people play Bay Hill. Rory's the favorite, which is always good for us um, from the Nike point of view. And Tigers won it eight times. So that tournament just kind of like stands out as, as one of my favorite like non-tournaments. And I think it's just a fun week uh, to get ready to it. And when I used to work at the Carrier Dome here in Syracuse, um, we'd be in the midst of lacrosse season. I'd be waiting for the families, they would always have like a, the visiting team would always have like a picnic or tailgate after that we would host. And I would, I'd put on uh, the TVs in the concourse and I would just watch Bay Hill for an extra hour, two hours because there's nothing else to do. So it kind of brings back some of those memories of, of what I like. So uh, Bay Hill week, we'll get Keith's pick uh, later on tonight um, after to see you know, who's in the field and everything like that. But yeah, so I do have I do have two pieces on that. Okay, all right. I think Bay Hill has the second best championship clothing behind Augusta with the green jacket. Mm. So I think the Ooh. red cardigan. I'm all about bringing back cardigan life. I don't know how many of you actually out there. Uh, send me a picture if y'all picked up the Nike golf cardigan from a few years back. I almost I, did. I thought I could wear that at like Christmas perfectly, you know. <laughs> so Mr. Rogers wore a cardigan. All, all exactly. great people wore cardigans. Absolutely. So um, I know we did trivia last week. So I did bring one piece of trivia oh. from Arnold Palmer that's Tiger related. I'm ready. And for um, and I'll actually bring in our mystery guest to see if he knows the answer as well. So it's a it's an over under here. Okay. So Tiger got in trouble with the NCAA. Because Arnold Palmer picked up a dinner tab one time for him. Was that dinner tab over or under $50? We'll go Gumby, Keith, and then mystery guest. I mean, you guys are going to see it in the title of the episode. So (laughs) then we'll bring in our mystery guest to kick things off. So over or under $50 was the tab for dinner for Arnold Palmer and one Tiger Woods. I think I know the answer to this, but I said that was a self-proclaimed trivia like bug guy last week. And then I got absolutely owned by Keith. So, but I'm going to take the say, I'm just going to go with under because I think the NCAA is a bunch of frauds. And so I think uh, that they probably, um, this was probably stupid. So under 50 for me. Even the way you were saying it, Matt, I think I have to take the under on it. I do. <laughs> I was not a good game show host on this one. I definitely have a game show host. Uh, that's, and then uh, mystery guest, if you can introduce yourself, because there's been quite a discussion um, on your Instagram name. Don't think that we didn't notice that you changed the, how you <laughs> type out the Instagram name, uh, because Gumby put some doubt in my head, and I think I had it right, but then Gumby, and then we ended yeah. up switching it around. So, mystery guest, please introduce yourself, and do you think it's over or under? What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, Blake Sledge here. No underscore BS underscore golf. It's a play on my name. Uh, yeah, my wife's going to kill me because she wanted it that way from the beginning. And I was <laughs> like, no, Knobs Golf is the way. Because you, you used to be able to like capitalize like letters in your name. Yeah. And like, yeah, so that, that went away. Uh, I'm going to go with the under, man. Got to be the under, dude. Like Tiger, yeah. not eating like that. Yeah, at least not back then, right? And and the yeah. other thing too is we all know that the NCAA is ridiculous. Pay these kids already, man. Pay these kids. And the uh, the tab was twenty five dollars. There we go. So this is from Arnold Palmer's book that I read. It's kind of a short read, uh, and it goes: Tiger had to write a check to me for twenty five dollars. 
Funny, I don't remember whether or not I ever cashed that check. Oh, well, Tiger was off the hook, and thank goodness for that. So that's from one Arnold Palmer little connection, and let's bring back Cardigan Life. But here we are with no BS golf. We've got Blake here, and we're going to kick it off with 3-2-1. So, Blake, we kick it off with 3-2-1. Give us your three favorite golfers, so that way everybody in outside of the Instagram world can get to know you a little bit better. Your three favorite golfers, not named Tiger Woods. See, that's Nike what he golfers, gets. I'm assuming, right? You can, oh, no, can no, no, be no, no. any golfer. Any golfer. It can be any golfer. Yeah. Any? Anyone that has wow, influenced okay. you. I did, I did do a little bit. I, I, I did mean, two I got, separate lists. I did a non-Nike list and a Nike list. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I've got some Nike guys written down here. Oh, um, yeah. But so let's see. If I had to go strictly Nike um, in this order, it would be Rory, Tony Finau, Brooks Koepka. Um. I can explain that. Uh, I really wish that Rory had more Brooks in him <laughs> because we all know when Rory McIlroy is playing his best, no one stands a chance. Uh, Tony, man, I, I relate to Tony Finau in so many ways. Like, you know, you, you read about his, the way that he learned how to play golf with hitting balls into mattresses in his basement and his family not having the means to, to get them out in the golf course. And um, so like, I just love to see the grind and the grit that it took for him to get to where he is. I really admire that about him. And then uh, Brooks, man, like he just, I see more, more the most of me in him. Like I, you know, it's in every, everything that I've ever done, it's kill or be killed, you know? And, and I feel like, you know, that's why I really love Kobe Bryant that's why I gravitate towards Michael Jordan not so much towards LeBron James just because like and that's no slight to LeBron like there's so many ways to get it done but it's just you know in my opinion I feel like when you're competing you're competing that's why it's called that you know yeah um I got a non-Nike it would be uh Rom JT Cantlay I like that I like that I know JT's a favorite of the pod here because we know he's a sneakerhead secretly. So we know he's a this... Nike guy. We know you, we see you, JT. You're a Nike guy. Just come yeah. to the dark side. Give up, give up the giant placket. He's <laughs> <laughs> so. just got giant collars and plackets going on right now. I, I, placket or placard. Sorry, it's it's late, everybody. I apologize. So, all right. So the next question, the two in three, two, one is your top two Nike golf shoes. But before we go into that, you've got a wall of nike boxes behind you and i just He's noticed got a the collection number on there. he has a collection man. are you an is this seriously are you another size 13 like gumby and i are we just the yes. three guys yeah so we're the three people just fighting for the three pairs of 13s that nike makes every release it's just the three <laughs> blake has them all all right blake yeah. tell us uh tell us how many in the full collection of shoes and the and the golf shoes before you give us your two favorite shoes Look, man, I don't really like to put all put all my business out there like that. <laughs> we'll bleep but, it out. Yeah, I, I, I told Gumby earlier, man. I've have I've been collecting Nike golf shoes, Nike shoes, and particularly Nike basketball shoes since I was 13 years old. I've been lucky enough to wear size 13 since I was 13, so I have shoes from a long time ago. Um, I've got 562 pairs of sneakers. That's amazing. Um, I have. 70 pair of golf shoes. Um, and I thought, I thought my 18 was a lot of golf shoes and I was just, man, these are all golf shoes, by the way. I, love these, it. I mean, I, I still have more over there. These are all golf shoes. Like, there's nice. no sneakers over here. Um, yeah, man. I, it's, it's a lifestyle dude. You know, my awesome. wife, it's like almost kind of like mob life. Like my wife knows what she married into. Like, don't question me when I come home with another box. It's a, it's a bad habit, you know, but Hey, I love it. And she loves it now too. My kids love it. My my son drew a up tempo. I saw it on his on his dresser. So it's pretty cool, man. I really enjoy it. That's so great. so of all those shoes, what are your top two Nike golf shoes? I debated with this one, man. I'm gonna pull a gumby here. I'm actually gonna throw in an honorable mention. Um, I'm gonna go with the Air Max One G as my honorable mention. The quality of material that they used on that shoe was really, really good, especially yeah. on the NRGs. The sock liner is like, it's kind of like that Victory Tour Fit Sole sock liner, right? It's it just sucks to your foot. It's really good. Um, number two would be the Jordan Eleven. Uh, cool gray though. 
not Concord. Cool, great, because you know the Concord, the Concord Golf isn't a true Concord. You know, if they would have gave me that translucent bottom, I, I mean, oh, and I'm, right? I'm glad you called it out. I'm glad I, I called them by the name begrudgingly. I, I just didn't want to start an argument with the golf community three episodes into my tenure as co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so number one for me, man, I'm still mad that uh, someone on this podcast has them and I don't have them. Uh, Jordan three. I really love Jordan three. That is an all time favorite for me. It is so comfortable and I cannot find a size 13 to save my life in that shoe. I'm willing to open the bank. Uh, if anyone out there is listening, you I can't, know my man. handle. I can't give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone else, anyone else, if they're out there listening, size 13, hook up, hook up our boy Blake. Uh, I okay, love that. so I'll, I'll throw this out there because I have the green glow. I'm, I've been on the hunt for the six Oreo. And I think the reason I didn't, offer the six Oreo in my top three is because I hate that I don't have one. So mm. if you want to work out a trade, I've got some green glow threes. I'm just saying. Mm. So, all right. So let's, let's talk after the pod, but all right. The, so now I've the got six the one infrared like is growing on me just as, as the, the taxis are starting to grow on me. Like the 12s are really starting. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to see like, what are they going to put out for the masters? Because now I'm going to have to make a quick decision here. If there's sixes are unicorns though, man, see. like very limited amount yeah, yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think As one of the Pat Perez, that's it. <laughs> he has got well, but Pat Perez for a long time, they were making him, it seemed like they were making him custom ones with free bottoms. Cause all of his Jordan golf shoes in the beginning were all free bottoms. His, uh, his fours are, are custom, right? And then he got Pat Perez has all of the free. Yeah. Like I am, I have, I honestly believe that he owns every Nike free soul because they're vaulted. They're somewhere locked away in a bunker somewhere, man. Like you cannot find that soul, you know, like, yeah. and it is the most comfortable soul on a golf shoe. It really is. Ooh, we're going to have to argue because I think the 11 still has the most comfortable, but it, it all depends. Like some people like a really flexible bottom. Some people like a little bit more structure. So for me, I like a little bit of structure. So we'll argue about that a little bit later. All right. So number one, top Nike shoe of all time. Uh, Yeah, man. So anybody that knows me knows how much I admire Kobe Bryant. It's a Kobe for me. It's the Nike Zoom Kobe 5. Ooh, you went with the it 5. Is- the five i think it is top five basketball shoe and i know you are hooper i hooped man it is are it is there's so many colorways too you know um over the years i like the fit on it a little bit better than i did with like the six um the six was a little snug in the toe box but yeah zoom kobe five for sure yeah, I think for me, this the six was probably the last one that I really loved until they got around to like the the nine and the ten. They were kind of changing a little bit, uh, going a little bit more to a traditional basketball. It was less of that soccer style. The four for me, the four and the five, I both did on Nike ID. And mm-hmm. I tell you that the idea of a low top basketball shoe was not just revolutionary, but it made like basketball shoes like let's face it, basketball shoes are tough to wear casually just tough to pull off. And I wore my fours everywhere. So the four and the five totally agree with you. Like super, the four had a little bit more padding on the inside. Five was a little bit more streamlined is like a, you're wearing a rocket ship. So man, that's yeah. a really, really good one. All right. So this is an extra question I have for the round table here. All right. So oh, let's all, let's all discuss this one here. Uh oh. And then we might, we might talk about uh, Blake's celebrity action out on uh, ABC. Okay. Yes. What Nike athlete made you fall in love with Nike? We'll go around the table. And I'll actually, I'll go with mine first. For me, a lot of people think, hey, Chicago, basketball, Michael Jordan. It's not. I love football. Like I, I only got into sports because the football, Chicago Bears, and like I love it. it was like the 75th anniversary season in the 90s. And there's just one dude that epitomizes Nike to me, and that's primetime Deion Sanders. The first time I noticed a shoe was the diamond turf the first one and the first shoe sorry number two one when he went to san francisco and it had the the the, you know the gold the gold foil on the sides and stuff like that and i still remember i went up to the outlet my dad's like he's like no you we're not buying you no hundred dollar shoe are you crazy you know like we're not i don't care who wears it you know we're not not wearing you a hundred dollar shoe my dad goes hey there's an outlet so it's like the first time i ever heard of a nike outlet and we drove up to wisconsin and they didn't have the diamond turf too 
that had the original diamond turf and I got it for $45. And yeah. I was like, man, I got my hero shoe. And, and that's the shoe and the, the guy that made me fall in love with Nike. So, so Blake, who was it for you? Uh, yeah, man, I, people are going to kill me for this because I, I put one person above the other person. Um, but it's Jordan, uh, for me, um, you know, like it's everything that you've ever read about like its impact in sneaker culture and the black community. Like it's real, man. Like, dude, I've been standing in lines for shoes. I can't even tell you the amount of hours that I stand in line for shoes. So, you know, standing, starting at, you know, midnight the night before, like if it's an 11 dude, you're there the night before, you know? So like it's Jordan's for me, man. Um, Michael Jordan, he's what he's done with with sneakers in general is i don't think it could ever be replicated that's very true i think that's very yeah. true on on what he we talked about this last week in, in episode 2.3 and if you haven't checked that out go go listen now um as it was it was our jordan episode and just his impact on sneaker culture could be a whole episode his impact um as an ambassador to the golf community um is what we talked about too so it's it's pretty phenomenal to see keith who 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 got you into the game um or into nike i should say mine's a little different story how i got into nike it was i'm a big time hockey player i played hockey you know all my life since i was three college you know high school college you know then golf took over after college because i wasn't going anywhere (laughs) you know to get paid to play (laughs) so it happened a long time ago. Actually, it was Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux that actually got it because towards the end of their contracts and Lemieux came back from, from his retirement, Nike hockey took off. And I remember my aunt was the first one to get me really hooked on it was she bought me my first aluminum Wayne Gretzky hockey stick. It was Nike, of course. And it just from there, it just took off from the sticks to the pants, the gloves, to the helmet. And then, you know, once Tiger came onto the scene, you know, you know, once he won the Masters in '97, it was it was all Tiger. After that, yeah, um, it really was. It, it, when when he won, it turned into me wearing everything: t-shirts, you know, sneakers, shoes. Um, it it just hockey turned into golf, and Nike hockey turned into Nike golf for me. So that's that's how I fell in love with the swoosh, dude. My favorite hockey team. We could is talk the about Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. yeah, it's the Detroit Red Wings and Sergey Fedorov rocking the Nike stuff, man. <sighs> I had those. It was an awesome, awesome time. Nike, there were Nike Air, or, yeah, Air Max Vapors, or no, Air, Air Vapor, Air Zoom, sorry. Holy well, crap. I might be <laughs> wrong, back, but I think the whole Vapor nomenclature. I can remember that. I think the whole Vapor nomenclature came from, from hockey, hockey or soccer. Yeah. Yes. Correct, yeah. Yes. And um, that colorway, too, that Red Wing, that's dope. Oh, yeah. 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 Honestly, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm similar to, to Keith and, and who – originally got me into nike uh, yes it was tiger after a certain point uh, especially gatorade tiger too like that was just i remember having a stash of that in like the garage and just keep going out but uh i'll turn the hat backwards for this one but it is the two four episode and it truly is griffy that got me into to nike back in the day um watching him turn that hat backwards and the home run derby, I believe '96 in Boston at Fenway. Uh, they brought Ted Williams out on the cart and everything, but he was just blasting them with that backwards cap and that sweet swing. And I that that's when I first like really started to like notice Nike, his impact, getting into it, and like right around then Tiger then started coming in. But yeah, it was a uh, it's a it's two four. It's Griffey for me. So. We're all over the place, boys. That's well done on, on our influences. I think we all go back to Tiger a little bit. Uh, but, you know, from from the get-go, um, it's pretty good. So uh, we're going to take a little break right now. And we're going to come back with Blake. Uh, no BS golf right after these messages of just me talking about Anchor. All right. We've got Blake Sledge. No BS golf here with us still our season three episode two champion on abc's holy 
moly. My goodness. You're a superstar, boy. I appreciate it, man. Uh, crazy, oh, crazy ride that yeah, was. Yeah, how, uh, how, how the hell did you end up on that show? How'd, Dude, you, have so, to, how'd you qualify? What would you have to go through? And uh, I hope you used a Nike putter. <laughs> oh, okay, so, all right. Just so I'll start with number made one. You use a special putter. <laughs> so here we go. So with how, how actually I got on the show was, was kind of wild, man. Um, I had a lady a talent agent reach out through my Instagram. She sent me a message and uh, you know, I thought it was spam to be honest, because like the way it was worded and it came from like this random account. And I was just like, uh, I don't know, you know, if, if this is legit. So my wife is um, a social media manager for um, a marketing firm that's, you know, out in the East. And so I had her look into it and check out that lady's credentials and everything was legit. So from there, um, I did everything that everyone else did, right? I sent in audition tapes. Like you had to, this happened in like winter of 2019, right? I had to send in these audition tapes and, um, I couldn't putt anywhere. Like they wanted me to make a putt over a hundred feet. Right. And so like, I couldn't putt anywhere. I couldn't do anything because everything was frozen and snow covered. Um, so I had to get creative. So I actually lined up the banister in my house with all of my shoes. And I put a coffee cup at the back of it and I was making putts on carpet, you know, um, and, and they loved it. And so then I got on the, I got on the call with the producers at ABC and it was like this, but like tenfold, right? Like (laughs) the shoes on everywhere, dude. Like I panned it around. They were just like, Holy crap. Like, like, what is this? Like just everywhere shoes. And, um, yeah, from there, man, uh, I was in, you know, they, they told me that they loved my energy. Um, they love that, you know, my persona, cause everyone has a persona when you're on there. Right. So my persona originally was the sneakerhead of golf, but, um, you know, there's a lot of legal things that have to happen when you're on TV. And so they had to kind of switch that up a little bit. And, uh, yeah, actually I had to color in my swooshes on my, on my red air maxes that ah, I wore on cool. stage. Like, I was say, I, I think you wore the the Nike Air Zoom 90 IT reds, right? Like the all reds on the show. So those were I did red October's almost, you know, those are awesome. Yeah. Is is that where you began your custom career? Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that, right? Like uh yeah, like luckily I had another pair right at home. Like I told you guys how many shoes I have. So I had a I had another pair, but like it did hurt my soul a little bit, you know, it's permanent <laughs> Sharpie. Like the guy in wardrobe's like, yeah, we got to color in that, you know, that tongue tag there and we got to color in the heel tag, you know? And so I'm just like, <sighs> so I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, he's, he's, you know, obviously trained professional. He's like, I'll do it. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. yeah I, I think you're, you know, you ended up winning. You got the green tartan jacket as the, that they give away. Uh, I'm curious to know if you ever met Steph Curry and then, cause I know he's the executive producer on it. And then I want to talk about your relationship with Rob Riggle because my goodness, he <laughs> is a fan. So uh, yeah. So, so how was, how the rest of it play out once you got there? So, yeah, man, um, you know, we're filming in California, uh, Santa Clarita. Um, it's cold, dude. Like that's not anything that everything you saw on TV about the reaction when people hit the water and, it's cold. Like, I don't know if it's like we're in, you know, the X-Files or something, you know, I'm predating myself a little bit by saying that. Um, but yeah, if we're in the X-Files or something like when we start filming at, you know, two, three in the morning, sometimes 10 o'clock at night, it just got really, really cold. Uh, so that was my only downfall with it. You know, I tried to not get what an inopportune time to lose our guest. I will say when we, and there I go saying, I will say again, right. But I remember when I started working in California a couple of times, you know, I would check like the weather and I'm like, okay, well, I'm from Chicago. So being cold is not a big deal, but then you go out and you're actually surprised. Like when the sun goes down, just how cold it is. Like I, I'd show up with like a quarter zip and just a t-shirt while we wait for Blake to come back. You know, I would just be like, okay, I'm, I'm good with a, a sweater, right? I'm good. And it's like, no, like once the wind picks up a little bit and the sun goes down, like 50 degrees actually feels a lot colder, a lot, lot colder than 50 oh, degrees. Yeah. Oh, 
50 degrees feels a lot warmer though in spring than it does in fall. I could tell you that. So especially as we're starting to feel it now here in Syracuse and in the Northeast a little bit. So yeah. um, one thing man, I wanted to ask everybody is yeah. now that spring is kind of coming back and, you know, we're all getting the itch, right. And there's a two part question here is like, when is it too cold that you're not getting anything out of it? Meaning it's not fun. You're not really swinging your swing. And then what is your limit? Like, like, so how long, you know, how low will you go temperature wise? I'm like 45 degrees. I'm I'll play 45. I'm, I think I'll play at 50. So when it drops below 50 to like 45, I'm like, nope. So if it's starting at 45, like in the morning or something, it's not going to get above that pretty, pretty soon. So, um, yeah, I think that's, but it's happening. It's coming soon. We're, we're coming soon on it. So, uh, yeah, Blake's just having some technical difficulties. But he's coming back. But, man, what a great interview so far. Like, this dude is the real deal. And he's been uh, an OG Nike guy since the start of, like, Instagram. Like, both myself, Keith, um, and Matt have talked to him a bunch on Instagram. And so it's great to actually, like, chat with him here. And he's, he's coming back in now. Um some technical difficulties, but that's okay. And um, we're just, we're still, he's back and we're just admiring his shoe wall behind us. We just got to get him to unmute here. And there he is. You're back. All right, guys. I'm sorry, it's man. All good. It's all good. So we are still live. So you can pick up with your story about trying not to fall in the water on Holy Moly there. Yeah. Um, so as far as meeting Steph, man, uh, it was in the middle of the basketball season and it was also at like, kind of peak pandemic still right so i'm in california um so we did a virtual thing with him but i didn't get to physically meet him um unfortunately like he didn't even come to the set you know um for anything you know for the finale for any taping because of what he was doing it was still the nba season it was like i said it was march when we filmed um but yeah man uh obstacles were amazing uh you don't get to see anything so like when when we get out there and we run it like that's first that's the first time that we get to run it like like they let you try one putt but then after that dude like yeah you just you have to do you have to do a lot of fun how how slick is it like on the stint meter like what is what is it running because i see some (laughs) like the monster putts and i'm like is this thing like is it just plexiglass like like how slick is it yeah so like dude it was it was like, it's like carpet, right? It's like, it's like carpet. But like I said before, it's so cold that there is like frozen water and ice on it, right? Because people have gotten in and out of the water and then they're hosing down like, you know, any type of like popcorn debris or anything like that. Cause that was legit popcorn that popped out of that corn on the cob. So like there's, there's this whole crew that comes out from behind the cob and they, you know, they're doing the whole sweeping thing and they're shoveling <laughs> the popcorn up and all that. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's pretty slick, you know, especially on those putts that, that you got to make to stay in the competition, right? Really, really slick on those. You made a, you made a pretty ridiculous putt where you jammed it in the hole to like move on over just like a little ridge and then just bang right in. Like uh, I think yeah. you ended up talking about it in the like one of those interviews where you're like, you just got to have the confidence to put it in the hole and you did it. So uh, I think it's, I think it's been pretty, pretty awesome that you had that, that opportunity. Keith, you, you had asked him about the putter. What do you got for him there? What we got to hear this equipment stuff. Yeah. Did you have to color in the swoosh on the putter too, when you were using it? (laughs) So, so, you know, I've got a couple, uh, I've got a couple Nike putters, some unicorns in my arsenal of things that I have acquired over the years. Uh, shout out Jordan. Um, he's a friend of the podcast. You guys all know who Jordan is. He actually was picking my brain about a putter that he recently acquired and all that stuff. I didn't bring it because I mounted it to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly. So you're not touching that thing ever again. I have a I have a Nike Method Bjorgen uh, Rory stamped putter. Um, nice. And yeah, that one stuck to the wall. So I just used the Scotty um, square back on the right, we'll let it slide. <laughs> the, the trophy though is nice. The trophy looked like a 
like a tailor-made one with a little action yeah yeah it was a it was a what was it uh og odyssey oh yeah 7s um brand new dude like (laughs) i was like uh and then you know obviously we i don't know man i'm i'm weird i'm very weird about brands like i'm i'm we all are right extreme loyalists I don't, mm-hmm. ha- I don't, I can't get really get down with Callaway, dude. Like I, I've never been able to kind of get down with them. And so I took that are you a right logo? Super- like for me, are you a logo guy? Is it the logo? Because yeah, that no. was, it was me for Callaway. It's the logo. And even yeah. for TaylorMade for a while, it was like the logo that was just like, mm, I don't know. And I think that's like, if they went, if can they we went do to that Maverick, on logos, please. Yes, we can do an yeah. episode on logos. Right. <laughs> if, if they went to just the Maverick, right? Like they just went to the, the little Maverick symbol that they put on the glove, mm-hmm. I'd be all over it. But it's like when you're putting, you know, Callaway, Great Big Bertha, you know, like such as like, I'm just like, it's so busy. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, like the old English. I, it doesn't G. look good to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like I, I had a long time. It's got to be simple. For, yeah. for a long time, I did not like Lampkin grips. Like I wanted to play Lampkin grips, but the old school logo, like I wasn't a fan. But then when they switched to like the block lettering, like the the more the more new school, like that totally. I totally get that. And don't let Keith shame you about moving on. Look, this is all part of this podcast. We're here to help with the healing process, everybody. Okay, <laughs> we're all sneakerheads. We're all gearheads. If you have to move on, if if you want to try a new putter, you want to try some new wedges. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. But it as is, soon as Nike okay. comes back, as soon as they fire the oven back up, we're all getting our engage wedges back. God damn it. Bang. Immediately. I think they would sell out in a heartbeat with, with if they just did like a limited run or just the second they came back, I think I'd, I think we would faint. I, I don't know if you could revive me for like a day. You Literally know? got six of them right over there. He's good to go. Uh, I've never said this on the podcast, but this is something that I'm going to propose here is like, look, there's a ton of like boutique putter companies out there. And I don't know what they did with the patents. I don't know what any of the situation is, but what about a limited run of just, you you brought the bags back, right? Like I, I feel like putters are the one thing that people totally accept. Like, okay, a player has a certain type of head that he likes, a certain type of insert, a certain type of milling. It's totally Okay. You see Dustin Johnson sometimes he's he's been with the spider lately, but you see him with the Scotty Cameron, right? And you see people sometimes with an Odyssey and they don't belong to Callaway, right? Well, some people are just loyal to that white hot insert. Like it's it, I think that'd be acceptable. I think that's like the next step. Like we just need like a limited yeah. run, even though I know Artisan runs the oven now. So maybe maybe there could be some kind of collab, but yeah, yeah. get us some method grooves again, y'all. Well, Mikey Mike, put us put us a putter in play, man. <laughs> I th- I think nothing would be more like make them more happy if they could be back with Nike. I think Artisan has done a, a decent job, but I think um that they've they really thrived with Nike. So um well that's but, why I'm I'm so happy. Like they might not be the right wedges for me, but the fact that Taylor made you know basically went to Mike Taylor and said, Hey, you know, and Golf Channel did a great special on it. Yeah, you know, remake Tiger's wedges for it, and then we're gonna sell just Tiger edition blades and wedges. You know, I I don't have the game or the funds for the irons, but man, <laughs> do I love the irons! Like it's just it, it brings me back a little bit to that VR. Oh, yeah. so if I was a millionaire, those would just be on my wall, just bolted exactly. to the wall, <laughs> just and a lot yeah, and nice. a lot of other things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you were a fan favorite with Briggle on on No BS. He loved just going. Like Sage, that's just what he loved to do. Uh, how did you get to talk to him at all? Did you did you get to converse and meet like the legend that I think Rob Riggle is? Um, like, I mean, you saw post production every of, of him um, hyping you up. So yeah, so like the dude is just hilarious at everything that he does, man. Like. You know, we all have to, you know, all the contestants would be under, you know, in the contestants pavilion. And um, so it would face like the entrance into the, their facility, right? Like the Disney ABC owns this lot where they film tons of shows, right? Like we would drive past WandaVision set on the way to film, you know, like we would, 
Wipeout was filmed in the same set, like on the on, on the back end of of the lot, right? And so like Ribble pulls in in this like dope Denali truck, dude, like just dope, right? And so like, but he would always pull in and like have his eyes. You could only see his eyes through like the crack of the window. And he'd slow down as like production is like giving us like our notes for the day or whatever. And he'd slow down and just like stare at a hole in us and just kind of just, you know, start that, that wriggle effect, like that mystique. Um, I did get to chop it up with him just a little bit. Um, Super nice guy, man. Like his story, you know, it's another one. It's just like, just believing in yourself. Right. Like, you know, he, he was, he was in the military, right. Marine, you know, so like, to go from that to doing some of the the acts that he had done on on film, right? It's like the commitment that he's had to himself and the support that he's had for his family. Yeah, I have nothing but utmost respect for him. Um, I'm so glad that he showed me love, man. Like, you know, I had no clue, dude. So when I watched that with my family, man, like we all just started dying laughing, like lots of fun, man. That's got to be the best part about kind of like seeing yourself like – uh, it's hard for me to even like listen to the podcast back. I love, love what we talk about, but I hate hearing myself like my voice sometimes. And so, uh, but in that kind of event, gotta be like, man, I got hit that hard or however, if like you fell in the water or anything like that, like if you're watching those kind of events, um, it's gotta be kind of fun. And just to see what they say about you too, you know, like, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would see like they had the jumbotron on the thing. Right. And so like, they would like they you would see like a playback and so like when i got hit with that corn on the cob so it's airbags that are coming out of that damn thing yeah. right and so like it hit me in the hip dude and like you know i'm a big dude man like you know i played football i played collegiately and all that stuff i'm strong i'm fast i got rocked by that airbag <laughs> <laughs> like god like, dude like like it's so like when you see the slow-mo like it was super cool so i knew that i was gonna look good on tv because they're showing it to you right there and, and then, you know, my personal, my producer, she was super sweet. She's like, oh my God, that's going to look so good on camera. You have no idea, blah, blah, blah. And so like just everyone, man, everyone at Holy Moly, man, was a lot of fun. All the contestants that I met, all the people that I got to kind of get to know and network with, like, it was just such a cool experience. Um, a lot of people don't know this, man, little secret truth bomb. I've never told anyone. I was a backup. I wasn't even like, I was a backup, like a fill-in and covid was just running wild so they they had people come out um just in case dude and like so the first night it was the first night of filming was monday i didn't i didn't play i didn't i didn't compete or anything tuesday same thing didn't compete wednesday they were like hey man you're active so i was like all right that's it y'all let me in i'm gonna win that's it (laughs) (laughs) jitters that's awesome man well congratulations on that um yeah that's great excited to see what happens next yeah i'm hoping man i'm hoping they do uh a little something something for all of us plaid green jacket winners you know we'll see i've heard some things but we'll see what comes out of it man um once again just super thankful it just um you know check your dms i'll tell i'll tell you that like (laughs) you never know who's who yeah wait you know, like Gumby and Matt and I, you know, were original OGs and so are you with Instagram. You know, you're out there now doing shoes, custom shoes now. You know, how long you been doing it for? And, you know, how'd you, how'd you get started? Do you enjoy doing yeah. it? Do you got customers yelling at you for certain things? Like, yeah, how, man. How is, it, so- how is it out there in Instagram world like us? <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, me, I, I'm one, like, I don't ever really want to step on anyone's toes right like you know i try to stay in my lane um and you know shout out to nomad shout out to govern you know some of the originals sohan t you know like some of these guys have been doing it for so long um nothing but respect you know but i draw inspiration from like nomad story right like caddying and then wearing his stuff that he worked on for himself right while he's caddying for ray allen and ray's like yo those are dope like that's the type of stuff that i i kind of you know, try to recreate with my own stuff. Um, my wife always told me, man, like, I've kind of always, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I've always kind of been like, you know, comfortable as, as being a leader or being my own person. And uh, so I just, I wear stuff, man. Like 
like Kobe's like out of all those shoes I probably have 200 plus Kobe's and his shoes have always been like really loud right and really bright colors and so like kind of hard to pair that with you know the Jordans the reds the blacks the grays the cement and all that stuff so like I've kind of always wore loud color shoes or, or just trying to make a like all black fit with just my shoes being the only thing that the pop of color and so I just started playing with um, just certain ideas and pulling from certain historic Nike things that um, really inspired me. And um, yeah, those sitting behind me, man, those Air Jordan ones with the tiger stripe swoosh, like that was totally based off the Frank shoe that never released, Um, you know, for us mere mortals that (laughs) just can only think about getting them. Um, I've got a lot of other things in the works. I've got an Augusta theme Air Jordan one that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might break might break the net with that one. It's gonna yeah. be really good. And if and if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, you can go to Blake's uh, Instagram, no underscore BS underscore golf. Check it out. He's got the Air Jordan ones with the tiger theme and the TW on the back heel. He also has some dancing Nike swooshes on an AM one. So pretty awesome, man, just to see them out there um in the world but what's uh what's next for you there Blake before we get into the last uh sort of questions of of this or that our swoosh questions as we call them uh what's what's next for you other than you know kind of the the customization of shoes now uh what else are you up to that you that you can divulge so to say um yeah man uh you know um I play, I, you know, so I, I actually turned professional um, in golf, let's see, two, two years ago. Um, so I played a plus one. Um, I'm taking this year to really just tighten my game up. Like, because, you know, I, I played in the U.S. Open local and dude, like, I was like, this is next level, right? Like, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not ashamed to say it, man. Like, I'm saying it on the pod, like, golf is hard man and like some of these guys at that level it's like you will be exposed if you have any type of weakness in your game um so yeah really working on my game uh this year uh doing some swing chain stuff um trying to trying to really just tighten that up uh my son is he's been playing since he was two he's actually he's a he's a little thing in the making can he beat the old man yet is he getting close uh he's 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 a stick dude like that's awesome it's what's crazy for me you know like i married my high school sweetheart man so like you know i had i had my son when i was 22 right so like to have a a son that's the same age as charlie woods and can kind of like when i watch charlie like i'm what i'm kind of dissecting his game the way that i kind of dissect my son's you know like that's where i'm at because a dad right like i'm i'm like okay well look look Jaden, like you know charlie's over here playing in tournaments of grown men and making them cry you know what i'm saying like you know um so like that's that's where i'm at with it um so i'm really focusing on um my kids uh in their games um my daughter as well she golfs as well i'm just really trying to have that so that we can have that connection and and play as long as we want you know as long as i'm still around and all that stuff man and uh yeah, I got I got some things cooking, you know. I got I got some customizations for some big names that uh that'll be dope, you know. Uh, wait, wait, wait! I wanted guys. to be customer number one, so I hope you're doing that for you. I think you're late on that one. He was telling yeah. some, he was telling some stuff off uh, off the camera or whatnot. I, I mean, if you guys don't know Blake now, you will. I can tell you that by the end of this summer, that's for sure. So I got some stuff uh, coming, man, for sure. And, uh, can I yell at you for playing golf today? Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Yeah. While I look, look out I the window myself, and dude. it's pitch black out and I have snow on the ground. <laughs> I yelled at myself a little bit too after I got back to the car and my, my all white tilt from ears are just like covered in like mud. All right, definitely going to yell at you now. Canadian goose poop, <laughs> you know? So I know I might get an earful from Nick because, you know, I know that he he loves those shoes as much as I do. and. I gave him a lot of flack for those Infinity Tours, though. You know, I almost wore them out of spite. Like, I was like, I'm going to be on the pod today. I think I'm going to wear the Infinity Tours and put just, it on the ground so Nick can just see it to, and hear about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he loves, <laughs> he loves the Infinity Tours. That's crazy. So. Actually, the Infinity Tours are my mud pair. I'm surprised you don't have a mud pair with all those golf shoes. I, I, I picked I up uh, the I black ones with the photo blue in the back. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 so good, man. I I 
they really don't make a bad shoe, man. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm nitpicky, right? Because, you know, we've all been doing it for so long. So, like, we look for that, like, the smallest thing where it's like, oh, this can be a little bit improvement. But I'm like, dude, overall, it's so good. Like, the Infinity Tour is a really good shoe. Um, I'm excited about what I'm seeing Kepka wearing, man. Like, oof, I know. We, have, we have not amazing. talked about those on the podcast yet because – they haven't been released yet other than Brooks wearing them. So um, we do know what they are called. We won't say it on the podcast, but we are also excited about what that could be and look like um, when they eventually, hopefully come out. Uh, well, that was I, the biggest takeaway for me from the weekend is that they finally put them in, the, you know, a little bit of color in there, a little mm-hmm. bit of color blocking. They weren't all white. It's like, okay, yeah. maybe they're starting to drop us a little bit more hints. So uh, mm-hmm. Brooks didn't have the greatest uh, weekend puck putting, but man, uh, they're looking Top solid. 16, tied for 16th. I'm still doing good. My, my numbers are going I noticed. up. So. <laughs> you went from one to ten to sixteen. I don't. I, I'm not putting money on whoever you're picking this. And he, but he took my guy. He took. Oh, you might like my pick though. <laughs> yeah, because you're going with Rory at Bay Hill. I already know your pick. We'll get to it a little Wrong. bit later. That's still Wrong. coming up. Mm. Let me go first. We might have the same pick, Keith. I think yeah, you, you so. might be on on the same wave with our picks. It's not McElroy. All right. So we are gonna. I, I was McElroy, but my, <laughs> now I might change. All right, so we're going to do – this is new for – we've only – I think you're only like our third guest ever completely on the podcast. Matt was two. We had Cavi on. And, it, guys, if you haven't seen Cavi yet, he is blowing up. Go follow my boy Cavi because he's blowing up, especially in the NFT world. And if you're not in NFTs, you don't understand it like I do. So that's fine. <laughs> but so if you're, if you're an odd number guest, number one like Cavi or number three like Blake, you start your own business and make some money. Exactly. If you're an even number guest like me, you become a co-host. Yeah, I, I don't know, Blake. Blake, anytime you want to come on the pod, if these guys are acting up, you're in. You're in. You've been great today. It, so, uh, uh, but we're gonna call. We're calling them our "Just Do It" questions. So it's a this or that question. I don't know how many I have, but I'm just gonna ask you this or that, and you just gotta you gotta go with it. On and pick one or the other quickly, and we're gonna we're gonna fly through these. Um, I'm going to start you off simple and then I'm going to get a little complex. All right. So uh, first up, Apple or Android? Apple. All right. Perfect. Uh, Salty or sweet? Sweet. All right. Music or podcasts? Huh? Huh? Dude, podcasts. Oh, there we go. I want to say music and we have our own podcast. All right. So I thought TV shows or movies? uh tv shows all right and now here's where we get some fun ones i think i already know the answer to this one neutral colors or bold colors bold all right air jordan one or the air force one? Oh, jordan one all right uh chunky donkey or an off-white am 90 <laughs> off-white am 90 That's just that's what I came up with one day. All right. Yeah, I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I made up the uh, Bloody Mary or Mimosa? Mimosa. All right. Sweet, tin uh, Cup. Sweet. Tin Cup or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. All right. Uh, AP week this week. So Arnold Palmer or soda slash pop. I don't know which one you pick. Which one? Arnold you? Palmer, man. That's my all right. time go to drink. Bomba Drive or Sink a Putt? Sink a Putt. All right. He was on Holy Moly, folks. There it is. And lastly, I think we know this, but with 562 pairs in the collection, we have to ask it, rock them or stock them? You, hey, look, man, wear your damn shoes. How about Wear that? your damn shoes. Exactly. Wear your damn shoes. I'm tired of y'all building collections and... Put that on a shirt, boys. That's our new tagline. Wear your damn shoes. Wear your damn shoes, right, man. Boom. Awesome, Blake. You've been a we might we might guest. have a we might have a Rockham or Stockham ball marker coming up soon. Yes, mm. exactly. So we've got some stuff cooking in the pipeline for a Swoosh Life. But Blake, thank you, man. You can free it. Oh, we want to get your pick, but just want to say thank you for coming. This has been awesome. You are tr- truly one of the OGs. Uh, that's why I had no idea that it was no BS or knobs because you actually went by I am. BS sledge. So that's how I knew you for the longest time. Um, but we will get your pick here for the Palmer, but we, we do truly appreciate you guys coming, you coming on the podcast, talking about Nike. Anytime you want to come back, 
it's been a pleasure um and congrats on holy moly and, and all your success moving forward we, we wish you nothing but the best from the swoosh life i appreciate staff. it fellas man i appreciate nice. y'all for reaching out um thank you again yeah nike for life man absolutely all right keith Arnold Palmer week. Let's get your pick before we wrap this bad boy up at 1130 at night on a Tuesday uh, as we record this. Keith's pick for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and then we'll give you our picks as well. And like I said, I'm going to put $5 down on whoever I pick, and one day I will hit it for like 3000 bucks. You never know. So, all, all right, podcast will blow up huge. <laughs> Wait. Um, I'm going to make short and sweet. I'm going with Thomas Peters as my Nike guy. Short, no, you have to give more of an explanation nope. than that. You just, just picked Thomas Peters from the cloud. Nope. What's he going off at? What's his uh? Well, I don't. You I don't know what he's at. No we're not doing a. We're not a betting podcast. All right, Thomas Peters, I like that. All right, I I'm gonna say, look, here's the thing. I I went back last week and I was like, I should have maybe gone with like an Aaron Wise, like like one of the new up and coming guys that I'm really a big fan of. Uh, you know, I went with fairway Jesus. I went with my heart. I feel like I want Jason day to win, but it's about winning. I need to beat Keith for once. And and, and he beat me with the Brooks pick last week, but I'm going, I'm going Rory McIlroy. Cause I think Rory in the red cardigan is going to look very nice. Nike, please make a red cardigan. Rory is a popular pick this week. Um, I think he's only at like plus 300 or something like that. He's a, he's definitely, he, is he the runner, the returning champ did he win it last year or was it two years ago i two just looked ago. up the return champ it wasn't rory but yeah okay. but i know he's had success there because yeah last year was somebody Ooh. yeah thomas peters and rory McElroy. you don't like you my pick in a pickle see now now it's like does gumby I'm make the trendy off. pick does he make like the under the radar pick does he go with the favorite pick i left my boy brooks out there fairway jesus is still out there Nope. I'm going with he will become a two-time winner this year. Uh, I'm going Scotty Scheffler. That's my pick. Ooh. I think that I think his game fits like AP pretty well. So Blake, DeSham- you're still here with us. DeChambeau won last year. That's right. Not right. not to got- talk about him. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> 90% is not good enough for tour. And we're done talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, who you got? Yeah. Who are you picking this week? We got we got a we got a wide open spread here. I'm going with J Day, man. I like that. I He's think Chris really Como well, has got him swinging it so good. Uh, and uh, he also yeah. announced Watch a new J-Day. ball partnership today. This is Tuesday. He he announced a new ball partnership, and he's on Bridgestone. So he is with Tiger now on Bridgestone's ball. So I, I like that pick, Blake. That's a very nice pick. So. I haven't and, seen uh, what's he putting with. He, he needs to just bring the spider back in the bag, dude. Like with the year he won the PGA championship, that was just an unreal putting year. I thought he was back with some tailor-made stuff, but I, I could be wrong. I'm not no, sure. No, he is. Exactly. He's got, he's got the P he's got the seven and C's in the bag. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I always check all their equipment, but yeah, <laughs> I think he's got seven and C's in the bag. Uh, Gumby, this is for you. He was plus 4,500 for Augusta at the beginning of the year. I had to take that back. That's a good. And if his back is good, he can he can play that course. I mean, he top you know, tens it like every time I like I know. turn it on. I'm like he's top ten in that. Augusta. That's true. I I this is a side note, but we just booked our guests for pre Masters week. Uh, shout out to Justin, and we will have him on as a as our Augusta correspondent the week before. He couldn't do it week of because he will be at a party in Augusta and probably on the grounds at Augusta. Um, but we can't wait to have him on. Um, and that's coming up, boys. We are like a month away until Masters week. And I get giddy over that, man. Oh, Blake's got something to show us. So this might be an after thing, but I, I can't wait. We do for, our first for live Masters podcast for, on Master Sunday. Night. Yeah, I, I I'll be in Myrtle Beach. I might be I might just take a three and a half hour might drive be driving over. there. That's right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and go over. But uh, yeah, I think Masters Week is is almost upon us. Oh, look at him! Oh, he bust awesome. out the he bust out the holy moly jacket for the last little Ooh. bit. All right, we got to get the YouTube channel going. going here, huh? <laughs> 
take that picture so that we can put that. <laughs> yeah. That's going on the Instagram, man. You stay yeah. tuned to, nice to the move, Swiss Life man. Podcast on Instagram. That was good. That was get that move, there, I didn't even but, see it, dude. But, uh, once again, thank you to Blake Sledge. Anything else from the boys out there on uh, for this week's podcast, AP Week, uh, Blake Sledge Week, aka No BS underscore golf on or no underscore BS underscore golf on Instagram. Hit him up. Hit us up. Uh, I am at Gumby underscore Cuse. Matt is at Matt Cusick. Oh nine. God, I can't. I can't. Nope. Get it right. Just at Matt Cusick. No monikers. There we go. And I, then, I lived life undercover far too long when it was released to Potter. And Keith is uh, Nike Golf KW. So follow us on our things and make sure you follow us at Swoosh Life Podcast. Um, and reminder, support the podcast. Come on, guys. Get us, a, get us a supporter or something so we can make some cool stuff for you. We've posted and teased about these hats that we got coming. We've got maybe some ball markers. All this fun stuff, plus it's all just coming right back to you. So uh, become a supporter of the podcast, anchor.fm backslash the Swoosh Life podcast, backslash support. You can choose $1, $5, $10 monthly donations. And if that's not your fancy, just hit me in my Venmo. So, uh, but until next time, this has been the Swoosh Life podcast. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Uh... (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the swoosh life podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh and if you have any questions comments or business inquiries please email us at the swoosh life podcast at gmail.com and lastly give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support thank you all for listening see you in the next one Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah, that's what we like, yeah.